0: All right. Welcome back to another episode of Mindful Mayhem. Today I am joined by a very special guest, the lovely Luna. How are you doing?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm great. I'm great. I appreciate you coming on. It's going to be a blast. Uh, Before we start, is there anything that you'd like to promote or anywhere where people can find you?
1: Yeah. So right now I'm actually starting like a brand ambassador slash head models um with a really cool new alternative company called devil's bazaar that's actually what i'm wearing right now is one of her okay. graphic nice. so that's where you'll see a lot of me i did just post some new stuff for it um on my instagram for my old sacramento adventures yesterday yeah. and then as far as social media goes the lovely luna you can find anything you want to find with that that handle <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome so um how long have you been like in the i mean i guess what do you call it, like the adult film industry or i mean yeah, is that how you refer to it
1: yeah adult film industry um if you want to be very vulgar you just say pornography um mm. one in between the two would be i gotcha sex work whatever okay. um, adult film specifically like more professional type stuff um started last february but i've okay. been Work. I did like, um, premium Snapchat, only fans, camming, stripping, all that stuff. I've been doing that for like the better half of five, almost five and a half years now.
0: Really? Yeah.
1: yeah. Porn was like the last facet of sex work I hadn't figured out yet. So when I got my opportunity, I was like, fuck it. If we're all doing it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but was that like a, a goal for you to get to? Like, did that, was that always kind of in your mind? Like, oh, I want to do porn one day or...
1: No, I, I never thought about actual porn at any point in the rest of my career. Honestly, all of it, every part that I started was just right place, right time, or knowing the right person at the right time. None of it was really planned. It was more just like, a, oh, that seems interesting. Fuck it. I'll try.
0: Yeah. So like you didn't have any, like any kind of fears or like hesitations of like, uh, maybe this is like kind of a bigger step or did it seem more of like a natural progression? Like, well, I'm already doing all this other stuff. for I me, mean, why not?
1: Mm, both kind of, I okay. guess in the, in one, on the one hand, it did feel natural. Cause it was just like, well, if you look at my track record, it would appear that I've been putting the work in to get to this place. Yeah. All actuality, bro. I was selling titty pictures for cigarettes when this started. Like I didn't care about none of that stuff. I wasn't getting paid enough working retail. Okay? I got you.
0: We, we have that in common.
1: Yeah. I just, It just kind of happened for me. And and I'm blessed that it went as well as it has for as long as it has. So when the opportunity arose, I was kind of like, well, if I've already been doing it solo and I've already done it with a couple of people and that's like the next level, then I kind of might as well. But there was a lot of fear around it, especially because the first people I worked with were like here and we were here. So I was just kind of like, what business do I have being (laughs) over here right now?
0: yeah well i mean so how did they make you because they have to i mean i'm sure like people who are more like seasoned in it know like maybe like tricks and things like that to kind of make you more comfortable like were they able to kind of like settle you down to be like hey like this is all right you know
1: yeah um luckily i got a good batch of first performers um they were all seasoned and they all kind of did different things in it some of them did amateur some of them did pro-am some of them were straight just like professional like big name companies so i got to see a little bit of like the different styles of people like you can tell by where they work how they work but the most unanimous thing um with the first couple guys was like that they were very easy going they were very in a like unless the director gave us a specific scene that had to be followed to the teeth they were more just like do what you want take your time get comfortable with it like i get it you don't know me i don't know you this weird man standing here with a camera like my very first scene ever he literally just threw his hands up and was like you're gonna do what you're gonna do about halfway through i'll start to follow your lead so it doesn't look bad and kind of get used to it and so you can perform optimally yeah I got kind of lucky in that respect that i never had to go through that like like intimidation period they were very calming and very like anytime we weren't filming they just act like regular people so it was easy to kind of connect with them and not feel so like that's like a porn celebrity like it really wasn't it was an average who happened to have an expert's award was it
0: yeah i mean was that surprising to you like like i mean how quickly you adjusted to it
1: yeah to a certain extent just because it is kind of like it's blown up it's it's like the hollywood of this industry it really is a lot um it's very physically demanding it's very emotionally demanding it's very you personally having to be and do and talk to people it, it's um but i also have a very adaptive personality i've never lived a very consistent life so the idea that i was able to adapt to something that quickly. Wasn't weird, but for how much was thrown at me at one time, definitely because yeah. we were just kind of thrown into the ringer. Like
0: it just yeah.
1: happened and like, okay. This-
0: yeah. Jesus Christ. It has to be, I mean, I, it's a fascinating industry to me, like, cause I don't know whether, I mean, I think everybody thinks like, oh, I bet I could do it or something like, you know, at some point they're like watching porn, like, oh, I could do that, which I do not. Think that <laughs> I'm like, there's no way. I mean, physically, mentally, whatever it is, I, I'm like, I can't do this. Shit. Like, I mean, I can like go up on stage and tell some jokes, but that's about it. Like, I, yeah. God, it's
1: a, it's a lot but, of work. I've so, seen the people into some crazy like that shouldn't be humanly possible positions, and I'm like,
0: <laughs> oh, hey, well, you'll get there. You'll get there. I'm sure. <laughs> Oh, oh man yeah so like were you always i mean i feel like you have to be insanely confident to do porn
1: honestly that you think or no I'm, i didn't meet anyone that's uh, legitimately insanely confident
0: if really
1: me. most people that i've met myself included the confidence comes from the pride of accomplishment um so when you see people especially when people get picked up really quick like i did you get like a little bit of like a oh my god like i didn't know i had this in me so that in and of itself will spark confidence um unfortunately when your confidence is made in a certain place it's easy to be broken in a certain place so failing at something could equivocally change your level of confidence which is why i say that none of us are truly confident because i didn't meet a lot of people who were like I'm the fucking shit because I am before porn. They feel like that because of what they've accomplished doing it. Right. I think there's a big difference between the two.
0: A hundred percent. Yeah, that's, that's actually like a really good point. Like, because I was just meaning it more in the sense of like being confident, like in your body. Cause you know, like there's just a big thing of like most people are not confident with how they look. Like, mm-hmm. even if they are like an obviously like super attractive person, they may see themselves as being but yeah that's just how it is but it's because people get told to think that way really like i mean left on their own people would always think they look great but the, if you want to say society however you want to say it like pulls people down to like making them not yeah. confident
1: that makes perfect sense i've heard a couple of people say that they've used it to increase their confidence um and I don't think there's anything wrong with that because it does. You start to like, because I do. I have body image issues. I don't like mm-hmm. to be small. I like to be big. Very hard for me to get to and or stay big. It is what it okay. is. It's crazy. So I would stop filming or doing photo shoots or going and meeting people when I would lose a certain amount of weight because I'd be like, oh, that's not what you saw on Bang Bros or that's not what you saw on BBC Titans. Like I would freak out and start to recluse But then I'd finally get to a point where it's like, well, you're not making any money because you're not putting anything out. So then I'd have to go and do it. And from doing it and posting it, even though I hate it, I wouldn't even edit it. I would pay someone to edit it because I could not stand how I looked at anything. I would get it back and I would just post it without even looking at it. like, fuck it. I don't care what you did, just send it out. I need the money. And the responses that I would get from the fans, they would pinpoint the specific things that I didn't like about myself as the reason why they liked the videos or pictures
0: really really
1: kind of forced a level of confidence where it's like you don't like what you like what you look like because you're not attracted to your body type that does not mean that you're not an attractive body type just because you don't like athletic looking people you don't like skinny people you like a little bit of thickness you like a little bit of rolls you like big thighs big ass all that shit. not everybody does though so you're sitting here and judging your fans based off they're not gonna like me because i don't look how i did but in actuality they was over here hoping you would tone down to look like this that's exactly what they've been looking for this whole time and they weren't like infatuated with it so at a certain degree you don't even really get to lack confidence because it fucks with show money and people still love it even if you hate it
0: well yeah and also like but there's and even like with the types that you like, because like, I, you know, everybody has their own type, but there will be people that I come across. So I'm like, you know, like this person's not even remotely like my type, but for some reason, like I'm super attracted to this person. Yeah. And I think maybe that could be part of it, too, is just like, hey, like, even though. Have their own type, there's always exceptions to it. And yeah. you may fit into like that or or be someone's actual type no matter what your body looks like you know what i mean
1: absolutely yeah Um, i think why there's as many categories of porn as there is because it has such a different type and it's really started to expand to where everybody's needs are being met in that respect
0: well see that's like a big argument that i've gotten in with people a lot is like because whenever they find out that i've like done like interviews with people who are in porn they're like Oh, like porns, like you know, they all like generic. Yeah. Mis- oh, they're just like it promotes like a body type that isn't realistic. I'm like, hey, like just go to the website and look through five pages, and you will see every single body type imaginable in the first five pages. Like and it is, like-, like yeah, there is the uh, one of those. Mm-hmm. not look like.
1: No, no. I think people still have the like bad 80s and 90s stereotypical porn burned into their brain. So, porn, they're thinking tall, petite, fake titties, bottle blonde, very bimbo ish, very childlike. And it's like, I'm not going to stand here and say that doesn't exist. I've met people that stereotype, but they are the minority porn at this point because i've only met maybe two or three of them the whole time i've been around and i know a plethora of other performers like uh-huh. oh it's yeah so diverse over here
0: oh so- for sure like it might be the most diverse like if you want to look at it as like maybe either a form of modeling slash entertainment acting however you want to look at it it might be the most diverse there is
1: absolutely everyone's included. You've got every size, every race, every color, people from different countries. Like I know people that fly out of country just to get that content. It, it's a, it's Mm -hmm. very more inclusive than it used to be. Um, And I don't think that the industry gets enough for that new inclusion level.
0: Well, yeah. And a lot of it just has to do with the fact that like with the internet, people are able to like people, like the companies who actually produce the content, it seems like they're able to get like a more firsthand look at like what people actually want. And, realize, oh, wait, they didn't want people that look like Pamela Anderson, even though, you know, that's what people wanted like 20 years ago, 20 years ago. Then they're like, oh, yeah, there's actually people who want people who look like their friend's mom or like their neighbor or like the person they work at fucking Chili's with. Like
1: a <laughs> fantasy. And while the typical like screenwrite plays for porn are cool, a lot of people do mm-hmm. stuff and a lot of people are going for that real field. That's why content creators got so big, because yeah. like, I could look at a model in Playboy and fantasize about something I'm never going to have all day. But if you could show me a bitch that looks like my crush from high school or if you could show me the man that I just didn't have the balls to talk to at the supermarket like build that fantasy for the viewer, something that they can actually connect with. It's a whole different experience.
0: Yeah. Percent like, cause I know the first time that I ever found like a porn star that I was like, oh no, I like, instead of just watching porn, just in general, whenever I found like an actual actress who I was into, it was because she looked like a friend's mom. Mm -hmm. Like that's why, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, which I hope. exactly which is gonna suck if he listens to this he's gonna be like ah you motherfucker because like I mean he used to go to his house all the time and like I mean he was cool and all it wasn't for him like you know like I was just like trying hey this dude in the video all he did was catch her getting out of the shower maybe I could do that and now turns out turns out porn isn't real which uh is sad but you know yeah like but that's part of it is that like Everybody just has a different thing that they're attracted to, and there are people who are attracted to the like Pamela Anderson, Jenna Jamison type. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that; that's their thing, and that there is the porn star who looks like that. But I mean, that's just not necessarily what I'm into. So I and I know that I'm probably more in line with like everybody else who just has their own little thing, and then they look for it. So I'll go through 80 damn pages on Pornhub trying to find it
1: oh uh, you gotta switch to x videos
0: yeah well i do i kind of bounce back and forth yeah <laughs> yeah wait who was your the like child like hood crush who did who was yours
1: my childhood crush in porn or in general
0: a celebrity
1: oh a celebrity crush um the farthest back i can think is when i was younger i a crush on the sprouse twins from this that was my celebrity crush. it was kind of both of the twins i can't even lie but definitely more dylan Sprout.
0: that was my credit. damn
1: <laughs> the last time i really looked at a celebrity as like oh, like celebrity i don't know some somewhere in like my teenagers i really was just like that's just a super talented super motivated person that saw an opportunity and made that shit happen and instead of looking at them as like idols or icons i started looking at them as motivation pieces so i kind of stopped having celebrity crushes at that point because it was less of like i want you because i could never have you and like i want to know you because i want to be like you i want to be someone like that damn yeah. jesus i
0: wish i was uh as intelligent as you were as a Teenager, I was a fucking idiot. Still am actually. So, you know.
1: <laughs> <We're 22>, so.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I like because for me, like the reason I asked is because I think what we're attracted to, like what we end up becoming attracted to, has a lot to do with what celebrity we were attracted to as a kid. Like it yeah. like it it forms it, you know? Cause like me, it was Lil' Kim. Was like <sighs> Yeah. And so now, I mean, Lil' Kim, not so much anymore. Like, I, yeah, it's it's rough now.
1: It Kim,
0: oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, early 2000s, late 90s, Lil' Kim, I was like, oh, my God. And so I immediately was like, hey, like, Britney Spears, you go do what you want to do. But, huh, you uh-huh. know, I <laughs> you ain't getting me, all right? Like, I'm going for Lil' Kim.
1: No, I completely agree, actually. If I really think about it, I did... I did date a significant amount of men that fit the sprouse twin the physicality.
0: <laughs> I, <laughs> the I tell you, it it's I, always that way. It always every time I ask somebody like who was their celebrity crush, the people that they dated at least growing up and like into like their early adulthood are the people that were as close to that person as possible. Literally. And-
1: start to winter until the last couple of years and it didn't change to literally really anything else until like last year
0: yeah and that's you exactly know? that's exactly how i'm like all of mine came from either lil kim or like shakira and mm-hmm. everyone i've ever tried to get with has been you as close what? to that as possible
1: thought it shakira might be why i'm so into spanish women you're putting oh. a lot of perspective for me today i like that i like Thank that <laughs>
0: But I'm t- no she is like that's like exactly why i'm into like spanish women same for like Lil kim being why like i'm into like african-american women which i'm not into white women at all surprisingly but um yeah i mean not really i mean like i had a thing for carmen electra as a kid but actually i think she is hispanic she just uh hides it a little yeah. but yeah yeah so like yeah i just never never was into like white women which you know, sorry ladies, but
1: you know. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody has their type.
0: For sure. So uh, do you have like a bucket list for like any like a type of scene that you want to film like in your career?
1: Um honestly now I don't think so. Um just because I did so much in my first year. I did more than I even thought I was capable of, more than I would have known I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I did have one that was like a really big bucket listing to me when I was fresh in. Um, and I was lucky enough to be able to put that together on screen. I wrote, directed, provided costume for, paid for photography for. Like I got to design my own scene from scratch. Really? And yeah, that was that was a bucket listing for me. So my very first um experience in the industry was a content house. And in the content house, they'd had me do um, a boy, boy, girl, which I'd never done before in camera or in real life. So it was a whole new experience from doing it. I was like, okay, those two people worked really great together, but I wanted to try to build a certain aesthetic out of it. So I had this idea in my head of like um, a really inappropriate manager at a store and like they're having kind of a fling with one of the associates, which is obviously taboo against the rules, whatever. But people are grown; they're gonna do what they're due. Until one of the other associates finds out about it, when he's been being passed up for raises and shit, so he blackmails the manager, and she ends up getting double teamed to keep her side piece and her job both intact. Right. Of course. So that was really big to me, and then. I had gone through a couple of months of filming and I realized that I had two actors on my page that looked super, super similar to each other. And I was like, that's the aesthetic. That's the look, it's them too. And was like, okay, cool. Was like, what am I gonna do this with? I used to work for, I didn't put the name of it in the video for copyright infringement yeah. issues and lack of wanting to piss them off. But the I used my old Staples uniforms because I used to be a manager at Staples. <laughs> I literally quit Staples for work, Sorry.
0: Hey. Um, hey. Yeah. It was a good choice.
1: <laughs> I showed up with these shirts and was like, "You guys work out a lot, so like, make sure these fit." Because I'm small, but they never had shirts small enough for me. And so I was swimming in shirt. Sure, I was like, "It'll be fine." And I, uh, I had my best friend call in, like she was HR, and be like, "We've gotten reports that there's an inappropriate relationship going on between." one of the uh, superiors and one of the inferiors and we need you to interview all your associates and get to the bottom of what's going on. And so obviously the camera's at me and I'm like, oh fuck, oh fuck, I found out and found out, like freaking out. The whole shit is just, hella funny. Fans, if you wanna see it, you know where to find it. That was my bucket list scene. I saw it in my head. I had to absolutely make it happen. I was able to make it happen. I had one of the best videographers in the game I got Steve Gliss, who's the main producer for Cherokee to ask and her whole porn company. Um, so I was just extremely blessed shout out to Ralph and Musa for making that scene what it was and uh, yeah I don't I did so much shit like that I don't have a bucket list anymore. Every <laughs> fucking idea that pops into my head and i'm like shit let's go do it
0: yeah so do you not have like another one like that that you would like to do or like I mean maybe not something like already in your head but like do you want to do that again
1: um not really (laughs) my more adventurous (laughs) side has died down I don't even really actively film like that anymore on a larger scale because getting into mainstream porn kind of ruined my idea of the industry to be honest with you there's a lot of weird shit going on up there that nobody talks about. And I'm sure I've, I've met a lot of celebrities since being in porn. I didn't realize that porn Hollywood and Hollywood were like, butt fucking each other, but that's a huge thing. So I've talked to a lot of them and they're like, that's what it's like up here. Shit gets weird. And I'm like, okay, there's weird. And there's absolutely the fuck not. So I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go back to what I was doing by myself. Really? And now I don't know which one of you is cool, with weird, or just trying to get they bags. So I've kind of stepped away from all of it. I found one content creator that was just easy to work with. We never really clash like ideas wise. Um, We have good chemistry on scene and Mm. he's local, which is hard because a lot, a lot, a lot of people are in fucking Florida or Vegas and I'm in California. So my options were already limited to the California area. I just got lucky enough to find someone that I can film with on a regular basis that actually lives here. It's nothing but an hour flight to get there. Um, and we get along really well. So I was just like, yeah. until I figure out like what I want my next move to be, obviously the content has to keep coming. So I had to find someone, but I kind of moved away from the traditional constant filming lifestyle.
0: Yeah. But I mean, you get to do stuff like on your own though, right? Mm-hmm. Like, which I mean might be even more this- rewarding.
1: Yeah. I just did uh I finally, finally broke my uh nervousness on doing outside stuff. So and that's also partially uh thanks to my content boo as they call it in this industry. Uh he's very like listen, your shit could be the next level. Like you blew up fast and then you plateaued and it's because you're afraid to do all the shit that really like blows people up so he's he's really helped push me out of my comfort zone and being like it doesn't have to be like an hour-long film like we're outside just quick little blowjob quick stick it in be like oh my god we got caught walk away like it doesn't have to be such a production every time i got my head stuck in the production of it all Mm -hmm. so i've actually come out of my comfort zone a fucking lot (laughs)
0: recently
1: things on my own again
0: Yeah. See, I saw like some of the ones where you were outside and I was like, which like I just have like certain ones that are like a go to for me where if I see it like pop up, I'm like, all right, I'm gonna watch that. There's something about like outside or like surprise sex which you know whatever i don't know what that means about me but like any of the ones were <laughs> like <laughs> which i know this is my strange but like any of the ones where like the actress is like bent over something the dude walks up behind her and just starts going and like she gets like all surprised exactly like that face i'm just like oh my god this is I'm. it's a wrap yeah
1: i realized my freak flag was a little high when i <laughs> Planned out this was one of actually one of my other bucket list ones when I planned out my own CNC. That's when I realized I was just a little
0: <laughs> wait, what's that?
1: Uh, consensually non consensual.
0: Oh, okay, okay, I gotcha, I gotcha. <laughs> so uh,
1: that it just popped in my head one day and I was like, let's do this. And he was like, Are you okay? That's not like, is that something you get talked into on set one time? And I was like, no, it's hot. Let's do it. And like, got wrapped yeah. up. In- it, was, it was a whole thing. But uh-
0: yeah, see, I think that would be fun. Like, I don't like, I mean, like an actual, like where it's like, you know, you obviously have consent, but like you're yeah. a CNC. Like, I think that would be, yeah, I think that'd be a lot of fun.
1: Honestly, pretty hot. I'm not going to lie. Oh <laughs> yeah,
0: I bet. That's what I'm, that's what I'm thinking. Like a lot of the stuff, I'm just like, like, I would love to do this, but I couldn't do it. You know what i mean like like whenever i'm watching porn I'm like god like this shit was, would be so much fun if i could find somebody who like would actually do this
1: because
0: mm-hmm. most people i mean it's just boring like most most people i run into are not trying to do a whole lot i'm just like which i get it i mean sometimes i'm not either i mean i'm big as hell so i'm trying to usually just lay there and get it over with you know but <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: okay so let me ask you this because i got wild responses from people when i would mm. tell them so when i first started one of the biggest things especially revolving around the concept of consent i'm not going to say it's always uh upheld i'm just going to say it was always upheld with me by everyone actually they were very yeah. big so before you start a scene um as everyone's setting everything up whatever and you're meeting uh your partner you're supposed to go over your do's and don'ts do's mm. are things gonna turn you on gonna make the scene great gonna get you there great pop shot it'll be awesome don'ts are like anywhere between mm, i'm not comfortable with that necessarily i will cut the fucking scene off and go home without my paycheck do not do that to me so like it's kind of an interesting very very personal conversation you have with a stranger the first time you meet them um but I would listen to them and i would take all the stuff that they said and be like okay and then i'd be like so here's the thing um i'm small but i'm not frail you're going to have to abuse me for this to be fun for me like this this is a job and for me to dissociate out of job uh there's a few things that i'm gonna need you to do and do with with severity uh pulling my hair if my hair is real that day like latch that bitch. i'm not even playing with you if you don't give me whiplash you're probably a bitch uh also choke if i can still breathe to moan, incorrect you're not doing something correctly also do you know how to choke correctly because there's choking and there's windpipe cracking do you understand the difference because we can hold a class i did hold a class one time um what is the other thing ass slapping ass to thigh area um face if you tell me about it before the scene starts but like don't come at me with no little tappy taps none of that little like like bitch Like, I'm not playing with you. So, like, they would sit there and just be like, I'm not not right. And I'd be like, I promise you on your fucking life, you're not.
0: (laughs) Jesus Christ. So, like,
1: what would be your reaction if you met someone my size? Mind you, I'm barely 5'3 on my tallest day and I weigh nothing. Nothing.
0: (laughs) True. Well, okay. (laughs) It would depend. So if I met, so if I had that conversation with somebody and I was just like, you know, at Applebee's or something, I'd be like, well, (laughs) I don't know. I think I need the check. It's time to go (laughs) like fuck the damn lava cake. Like we're heading out. Um, now if it was like in a set, I'd be like taking notes. So I'd be like, okay, like whatever it is you're wanting to do. I mean, I don't give a shit. Like actually, I mean, to be honest, even if it was like in my like actual bedroom, I probably wouldn't care. I'd, be like, all right, whatever. Like, I'm pretty much open to do almost anything. Like, I don't really care. I mean, like, cause if it's going to do something for you, then okay. Like, cause I assume that if you're telling me you want to do something, it's because you're going to enjoy doing it. So like, mm-hmm. even if it's not even something that I necessarily want to do, I'll just do it anyways. Cause like, I'm trying to get you to where you're wanting to be, <laughs> you know,
1: exactly. I just thought- I got some of the funniest reactions from people and I don't know if it's because like regular people don't operate like that, or if they didn't expect me to say that because it's work or if girls, my size typically, I don't know what it is. I never got that. That's it. But.
0: That's it. It's, it's just the size your size. I really think, I think a lot of it is because like, okay, so, if, well, I mean, we haven't met, but like, if we had never even spoken before, I would not think, you would say something like that. Really? You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's but I mean, obviously, that's just me having like an assumption about you, which is obviously not true. But everybody makes assumptions, so yeah. I would just assume that you're because you are like super small, and like I would just be like, oh, you know, like the, the, having that frail mindset.
1: You're expecting I, soft love making type, real docile, submissive girl. And exactly. I'm like, oh, I'm the BDSM submissive girl, beat me right. a little
0: right, which. <laughs> Which, as soon as I heard that, I'd be like, "Oh fuck yeah, this is the best thing ever!" <laughs> like I thought my birthday was in December, but I guess not. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I think that's it. I mean, but also I think that's one one of the reasons why you probably have taken off so much is because people, you know, if you can do something that is unexpected, I think that that gets that gets you somewhere. And I don't think you doing like a, you know, what is it called? CNC? not, yeah, yeah. So I think you doing that maybe is not expected, but that's why it works. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I did a lot of unexpected stuff when I first got into the industry and very quickly too. So like, cause I didn't understand really what I was in. I understood the assignment, what I was supposed to be doing, but I didn't understand what I was doing. So people okay. would be like, I'd be like, fuck it. Why not? And then someone would be like, how did you do that? How did you like, how did you meet them? Like, first of all, I know that bitch for like three years on Instagram. I didn't even know she was a porn star like that. Like, I just, yeah. I don't know. So I just did. And people would be like, oh my God, I can't believe you. And I'd be like, is is that was that an accomplishment? I was waiting for accolades for because I, I did. I was just doing shit. Bro. I was just doing shit to see what works. <laughs> I thought it was literally just the universe laying stones in front of me to step on because I had no direction with this shit at all. I had no plan.
0: Well, see, I think sometimes there's too much of an emphasis put on having a plan because life doesn't really give a shit if you have a plan or not. So sometimes it's better to just say, all right, this would be fun to do i'm just gonna see whatever what the hell happens maybe maybe it works maybe it doesn't like like i started doing like stand-up comedy i don't even know if i'm really that funny but apparently it's working somewhat um but yeah i never thought i'd be doing that kind of shit and like you i mean it's i think our little like paths are very similar in the sense that like uh it's better to not have a path just yeah. say, look oh i'm just gonna do it like why wouldn't i why wouldn't i at least try it and see how it goes absolutely like, I do think that porn might be a little bit different though, because like that shit is out there forever.
1: Yeah, you can't get men off the internet. I just I saw a video of Jerry Spring's very first ever aired episode on Instagram the other day and was like, Oh, then they say forever, bitch. They mean forever. God damn.
0: Yeah, like you know that like Kim Kardashian's sex tape is seen every three seconds like it's still that big it's like
1: always a new generation of teenagers that doesn't know that it's there like what the bitch with the fat ass got a sex tape out and I'm over here following the OnlyFans bitch let me go to Pornhub real quick
0: I will say I was highly disappointed when I saw it for the first time super disappointed like (laughs) I was like this is what I've been like because it was actually kind of hard to find I remember like at first like it was like, or, or I was just, you know, like 13 and stupid, but like I was trying to find it and I finally did. And I was like, this is it. Like there's no cameraman. There's no lighting. Like it's just, it was not good to me. I, oh, just fucking
1: sex tape, bro.
0: <laughs> I know. I was like, God damn. I need like Steven Spielberg to make these damn sex tapes. Yeah. Jesus. Hey, if you could, so if you could make like do a scene with a celebrity, like right now, who would it be? Male or female, it doesn't matter.
1: Oh my God, that's a great question. Male Thank you. Any celebrity. You're welcome, but fuck. Now I'm <laughs> the, my whole 2 Tuesday, real. A celebrity. Um.
0: Oh is this part Jesus.
1: <laughs> About celebrities and like I can't. Uh, I gotta be careful and not say one that I've talked to and inflate their ego too much. So <laughs> I don't know. I feel like the only other
0: <sighs> See, I just watched Batman, like the the new Batman, Zoe Kravitz, hands down, is up there. Seriously? Yeah, the movie so... sucks, but I mean
1: because I personally no disrespect to the woman herself do not find her in the least bit appealing and not just any really? because we talked about that already the whole thing is not giving for me and i've seen pictures of her from teenage years until batman and like her mother was prettier in the mm-hmm. bill show.
0: oh no 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 a hundred percent lisa bonet is like that might be like the mount rushmore of hottest women to ever live, like, like she she is the Teddy Roosevelt,
1: George Washington, <laughs> like yeah, uh, yes,
0: um, no, 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 yeah.
1: I actually don't. I saw a bunch of pictures of her and was like, it's not giving. And then I looked through a bunch more pictures of her and was like, somebody's gonna have to explain to me if it's like it could be her acting style or who she is. Is a many things that make a person beautiful. I just don't find her physically appealing in any way.
0: Yeah, there's something about to- but see it's similar to like lisa bonet because lisa bonet always had this thing of where she seemed really tired yeah (laughs) and it was but it was like like super attractive like sexy because like her eyes would always be like half open Mm -hmm. there's something about that that is like kind of like the marilyn monroe look you know um and i think like that's part of it is like it just it makes people seem more confident than they really are too like when people
1: they're not too alert they're just like listen i'm here
0: exactly there's something about that that's like super attractive to me
1: i have found a lot of people that again i there's nothing physically appealing about them but something that they do makes them seem so like confident and charismatic that it it takes over the rest of it where you're just like you there's just something about it so i definitely get what you're saying i see mm-hmm. that for sure um yeah. i just glad somebody clarified because i've been too afraid to ask twitter you know they'll drag you for any motherfucking opinion what? i just want to know from the perspective of someone that's her like what really drew you to her well see that's- i've
0: always had a thing for i mean like yeah like the zoe Kravis, lisa Bonet, like that kind of like like not what I don't know even know how to explain it like sort of tired look but my ultimate like thing is like obnoxious women I love it
1: (laughs) sorry because it's obnoxious but like I I love love it too they're very like
0: um did you ever watch the when you were a kid did you ever watch the nanny Fran Mm -hmm. Drescher oh my god Fran Drescher was so hot to me as a kid and Rosie Perez so I don't know if you know that is but give her a bunch white men can't jump mm. ah shit wow she was in pineapple Express too if you ever saw that she's the cop the female cop
1: oh okay I know yeah 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 so
0: like those two and Leah Remini the chick that's trying to take down Scientology she's hot as shit too which you know good luck that's a quick way to get you know <laughs> shoot <laughs> yourself in the back of the head but
1: I can't even lie, Fran Drescher was a uh, an earlier idol than the Sprouse twins for me. I fucking loved the nanny. I watched all those episodes. Look,
0: I I don't remember a single episode, but I know I watched it because like mm-hmm. just to watch Fran Drescher, and just be like, Jesus, this woman is and she's I follow her on Instagram just to see like I don't know why. But like she's still so attractive. I'm like, God, you gotta be like damn near 60 and look i'm 28 and i'm already aging like a fucking glass of milk and she is oh, jesus
1: honestly i love her i think it might be why i uh, i found such a love of family guy because is was like a an easy transition
0: mila kunis is super attractive too because of that like i like i don't like the whole um like little girl voice thing you know that i think like britney people like britney spears and Christina angular kind of like made really popular and like paris hilton too like i like for a woman to sound like she's a grown-up you know like i don't know there's just something about it that like i think that like that's attractive like there's something about like dominate like domineering women is very attractive to me so you know but like you telling somebody like all the things you want them to do like in a like an abuse like bdsm scene i'm like jesus christ
1: like oh probably
0: not (laughs) (laughs) oh my god
1: Uh, that was a big reason for my exit is because not a lot of people share that perspective and it started bordering on appropriacy and because i am small i have small features and i'm very uh, prepubescent looking at certain points, especially if my makeup's not done. If I do my hair a certain way, depending on how you dress me down, I don't always look grown. And like GG for my genetics coming clutch, I'm gonna be a fine ass 45 year old woman. But Hell for yeah. all, the realm of people that either think that I'm between 16 and 17 years old and the people that would like for me to instead between 16 and 17 years old, bordering on uncomfortable
0: and yeah I I, i'm super against that like the, i mean whatever like i try not to like kink shame or whatever actually that's not true I kink shame people talk um so i can be shame because
1: that's <laughs> what i'm cool with
0: yeah well there, there's something about the any time that i see something where it's like barely legal my immediate reaction is you wish that they were younger like like if i see an older dude dating someone that's 18 my immediate thing is like you would date her if she was 16 like you're you're if just you don't want to go to jail
1: exactly
0: yeah which i ugh, it's creepy as hell
1: it wasn't it i got sick of being looked at like that especially because i don't think a lot of these men realize that a lot of us have already been in that situation in real life so i was yeah. getting mass amounts of requests with people who don't get me wrong, they're OGs. Like they built their name in this industry. They are an awesome tag to put on any of your videos. However, why are you only suggesting you want me to film with people that could literally be my grandparent?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And for me, like not even dad age, grandpa age, you want me to go into the 60 plus category. And business over there when there's a whole group of people in the 2030 somethings that are actually my age group i'm about to be 26 years old i don't need to be filming with nobody that's not of legal drinking age and i don't need to be filming with nobody over 40 like i have a big complex about ageism because i've watched it happen in like where i grew up and stuff like that where men were constantly predatory towards younger women because they weren't obnoxious yet they didn't have an opinion yet they didn't know what they wanted yet they weren't as demanding you didn't have to be as good of a man to date a 19 year old as you did to date a 27 year old because we expect different shit from you so like seeing that in the industry into minds is like Yeah, I'm done playing into that narrative for you. Stop dressing me up like a 17-year-old that wants to fuck their stepdad. I'm definitely out of here. I'm
0: definitely here. Yeah, that's that's I'm not into that kind of shit at all. Like I've always felt creeped out whenever I see like it like not just important, like even in like real life. And I've known like girls I went to high school with, like when I was in high school, who were like suddenly had these like nice cars and it was because they're dating this like lawyer who's 55 years old and you're like ugh like this is yeah and then now that i've got, i mean i'm still not old i mean i'm only 28 but like i would never i would never date someone under 21 right now and i'm only 28 so it's not even like that big of a difference but like i i mean i typically only date people that are older than me anyways and have always been like that but yeah i just yeah. but also Like, I don't, I mean, even though you are small, like, I don't think you look like that young, you know what I mean? Like you still hold yourself as like a mature woman, if that makes sense.
1: I appreciate
0: that. Yeah, no problem.
1: Into that constantly (laughs) to avoid any of that. And also because I am grown, like I I try to emulate who and what I am for the most part. Um, But that's why I kind of i gotta do things for my own i i get that the industry has their bread and butter that's what makes them the money because there's a bunch of weirdos out here and um but i I, that doesn't mean i have to contribute to it for sure you're intentionally dressing me down you're intentionally putting me in things that are way too small and very childlike very pastel-y colors doing my makeup down to make me look younger not letting me do anything uh Edgy or exotic with my look, so I don't look too sexy. You want me to be cute? I stopped being cute at fourteen, motherfucking years old. That's not no, 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 no. No, we're done with we're done with that. Done with that. Yeah. I went cute to like. Okay, you look good. You're becoming an adult to like, no, I'm a sexy ass grown woman. Please address me as such. I don't need to be lumped in that category. There are actually performers that are 18 to 21 years old. Like if you wanted a child, just say that, go do that. I'm not, not that's not the message that I want to send. I think that's the biggest thing that got to me was that I got so caught up in the rhetoric of making sure I was doing what was expected of me in the industry, I stopped expecting the same level of things from myself that were more personally important. Um, And I wasn't willing to let my uh, my stances and my morality waver for something that is not even actually a dream or a passion for me. So for some people, they work at this their whole life. They go to every award show like they're about this life. I should not be standing here taking the spotlight from somebody that really wants this shit when I'm not even willing to do half of what it requires.
0: So
1: it's just me now.
0: Well, this was a blast for me. I know the internet uh, situation was fucking awesome, but, uh, <laughs> um, but Hey, this was awesome. I had such a blast talking with you. So uh, before we go um, tell the world again, where can they find you? How can they uh, follow you?
1: I am everywhere. I'm on TikTok and Instagram as underscore the lovely Luna underscore. I got my Twitter and my two backups. The main is XO underscore lovely Luna. And then you can find me on Pornhub, X videos, mini vids, and OnlyFans by just searching the lovely Luna.
0: Awesome. And you can find me on uh, Christian Mingle and MySpace. Have a great day. See you later.